Hi my beautiful lovelies, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. Um, you know the drill, tell me about your day and I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Run that back, Turbo. Okay, I got it, got it. Thank you for giving me the rundown on your life for the past. How long has it been since the last since the last episode? I already can't talk. Like a month and a half? Oh my gosh, it's been so crazy. Oh my gosh, it's been so crazy. I'm still on campus and that last episode seems like it was so freaking long ago. Well those last two episodes. Um to give you guys a life update. I don't know what I talked about last time. These classes are absolutely beating my butt. Beating me. Beating me like a drum. Like a runaway slave. Oh my gosh. Oh, these classes. Anyway, this morning when I was in biomedical ethics, um, my laptop fell. My laptop is okay, but the flash drive with all my assignments and projects on it is not. So, here I am. I cannot concentrate on doing my work because I just feel like raging. But I'm not going to rage. I'm going to talk to you guys because, as usual, you guys are my therapist. And we're just going to talk this out. Anyway, uh, I did an Instagram poll a long, long time ago <laughs> that was about cryptids. And it was supposed to be released during Spooky Scary Skeleton season, but today is November 1st. So sorry about that, but you're still going to get it. Today, though, today we're going to be talking about Bachelor in Paradise. So I hope you guys have been keeping up, and if you haven't, I am about to catch you up. Okay, now, I want you to keep in mind that while I am recording this episode, I have not watched a very, very recent episodes. Like, I know Justin came back to the beach. Oh, also, if you haven't seen it, spoilers, obviously. But I know Justin came back to the beach for... Uh, I forgot her name, but the same girl Rodney is there for, and I just feel like that's messy. Because when? Since when can somebody leave the beach and come back whenever they want just to meet somebody? Anyway... Y'all, there is so, so, so much to talk about because they just keep getting even more freaking messier. Okay, first, I want to talk about Michael. Michael, he's a dad. He was on, forgot whose season he was on, to be honest. Katie, Katie's season. He went home to be with his son. We all loved him. He came back. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, I know he's a daddy, but he's a zaddy now. Like... I guess self-care in the gym he came back everybody thought he was hot right and i thought he was hot because he had an a1 personality but if men have anything it's the mother freaking audacity anyway him and sierra they were going strong going strong i loved their relationship she was ready for a serious relationship and he has a kid and she was ready to take that step and be a father she was like well she already wants kids and he has a kid that's one less you gotta have you know Uh, they kept getting deeper and deeper and then michael realizes that he pushes people away when things get too good for him he pushes people away so he told sierra that and i thought he was going to tell her that ask her to be patient and work on it but instead he told her that they can't continue anymore and to be just friends they both have very deep feelings for each other she goes home 
crying because she doesn't want anybody but him because she put all her eggs in one basket and her heart got stomped on. So here we are. I'm thinking Michael is also going to go home because they're both so extremely heartbroken. You know what happens? This man stays on the beach. Somebody comes that he's talked to on Instagram before. And also, some of, Michael backs- some of Michael's backstory is that his ex-wife, Laura, passed away some years ago, right? And then this new girl that walked on the beach, her fiancé passed away some years ago. So they related on that. But it was just... Okay, anyway, my watch will not stop vibrating, trying to put it on freaking Do Not Disturb. Okay, it's on Do Not Disturb. Um, yeah, his, he's had very much trouble with his wife passing. And even his son was like, it's okay, daddy, like, go find, go find your person, go find your one, right? So he goes, does that to see her, this other girl comes along. And immediately he's all in there. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see her. Let's go see where things go. And he tells her the same thing he tells Sierra. Except instead of saying he can't do this anymore, send, I'm sending you home. He was like, well, how do you cope with what you dealt with? And it was just so weird to me how he sent Sierra home and then moved on so freaking fast. So freaking fast. Like it seemed like he used her to have a rose. Like he used her, pushed her away. And while she was heartbroken, he was just living life. Literally just living life. So Michael, everybody says you're a daddy or a zaddy or whatever they want to call you. But me, you just get on my nerves. Because every time I watch a Bachelor show, The Bachelor, The Bachelor, at Bachelor in Paradise doesn't matter. It brings up trauma that I did not even go through. Like if men have anything, it's the freaking audacity. And we're not talking about all men here. Because actually, we're not talking about men at all. Because men have their heads screwed on straight. They know what they want. They go for it. And they make sure they're stable before they bring anyone else in their situation. If you can't do that, and you are over the age of 18, you are legal in the eyes of the law and in the eyes of society, then I have to take away your man's status. You're a little boy. Because men do not act like that. Men act like men. And for you to do that, Michael, oh my goodness. I don't even know you. I don't even know the whole story. But, um... You're just really grinding my gears this afternoon. Okay, Romeo. I don't know what season Romeo came from. I know he was playing both Jill and Kira's feelings. Um, he kept popping from girl to girl saying he was interested in this person and that person and that person. And they all kept saying no. And he ended up crying because he was going to leave the beach and he didn't want to leave the beach. I think maybe he got drunk. Maybe he's an emotional drunk, but he ended up crying because he went home because nobody had a connection with him because he was trying to be a hoe. And to be honest, it was like, why? Why why were you moving that way? You know how paradise works and you were, I don't know. I guess you weren't here for it. Then we have Casey. Casey and his drama. Casey is what people call a silver fox. Um, I think he is in his... 40s, I think, because him and Michael are around the same age, either late 30s or early 40s. And at first, I was rooting for him because he seemed like a really nice guy, such a nice guy. But I think he ended up uh, going and stirring the pot. Um, who was it? It was Genevieve and Jill. I want to say went to go yell. Went to go yell at, oh my gosh, she went to go yell at Pizza Guy. I forgot Pizza Guy's name. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, Janelle was here. She would know. I'm so sorry, Janelle. I forgot his name. I'm so sorry, Janelle. Oh my goodness. Pizza guy went on a date with Brittany. And Brittany is so beautiful and she's so sweet and I just love her. She's so sincere to himself, to herself. Pizza boy comes on here. Peter. That's his name. Pizza Peter. He goes on there and he's talking about how she's only there for Instagram followers, even though she's had nothing about followers. All she said, all she did was turn him down when he went in to go kiss her because she only kisses you because she's very sure about your feelings about you. And she wasn't feeling him like that. And she was going to be genuine. She wanted to build a connection with him because they had an initial connection. And then they went on an actual date and it was horrible. It was trash. And that's my fear because if everything is so great and the vibes are there and we go on an actual date and it's not what it was, like what happened the first night? That's not happening tonight. But I guess he couldn't accept that. Like he went to go kiss her and she turned him down and they stopped talking. And then he came back and started telling the guys how she was an Instagram model, even though she said nothing about Instagram, only there to get followers. And she's like using guys to stay on the beach for longer to get more exposure. And so Casey, Casey told her that. And so Brittany ended up going out to the beach. I don't know if it was Brittany, Jill, and Genevieve or just Brittany and Genevieve. Maybe it was Brittany and Jill. Anyway, it was Brittany and somebody. Went down to the beach to go confront Peter. There was a whole bunch of yelling and back and forth because Peter said Brittany was a waste of his time. Like I said, if men have anything, they have the audacity because you can't even say no nowadays. Anyway, that happened. And then Casey started feeling all sick and woozy because even though he's not wrong in the situation, and I don't know why everybody ganged up on him. If somebody was talking about me after I just went on a date and bashing my character, I would want you to tell me too. So Casey felt like he was responsible for all this drama with Peter, which he was a messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Shoot the person who actually, you know, caused the damage or actually don't shoot them at all. You know my go-to, tase them in the kneecaps, like go off. And so he ended up passing out from all, all the stress. And I'm just, first of all, you were not a part of the situation. So why are you stressed? All you did was be the messenger. But he ended up going home, and not because he passed out, I don't think. I think it was because nobody ended up giving him a rose at the end of the week. You know, because you need a rose to stay on the beach and find other people. I don't think he got a rose at the rose ceremony. But he was all an all-around nice guy. Like, I wish he was still there. And I wish there were some women there that actually got to know him because... I feel like we didn't get to see enough of him. Actually, yes, we did. Somebody. Um, somebody was crazy. I think. It wasn't Jill. I think it was. I think it was Kira. Kira. Oh my gosh. Kira was absolutely insane. Uh, I hope I'm getting the person not mixed up with anybody else. But Kira literally would play with Casey's nipples and lick them and I don't know what everybody's obsession is with guys nipples or Casey's nipples in general but like could you not could you please not you're on a beach in front of everybody and he's not even your man like get off his nipples because if he did that to you it'd be an assault so chill out and Casey if you make a charge against her listen I'm siding with you up next we have 
Oh my goodness. I can't talk about Rodney and Lace and Eliza. That's her name, Eliza. Because I feel like Janelle has a lot to say about that. And I also feel like Janelle has a lot to say about Genevieve, Aaron, and Justin. First of all, love Genevieve because that's the closest my name has ever come to being on the TV. Because my name is Genevieve, as you guys know from the name of the podcast. And everybody and their mama keeps trying to call me Genevieve. Because they think whenever I write my name, I don't, I like drop off the last three letters for whatever reason. I'm like, no, I wrote it right. You just keep trying to give me a name that's not mine for whatever reason. So love her because of that. And she has a good head on her shoulders and she's pretty. Um, her love triangle with Aaron and Justin is a whole, it's a whole mess. And the reason I say I'm waiting to talk about Rodney and Lace and Eliza and then Genevieve and Aaron and oh my gosh. What is the name? I just said it. Justin, which ends up being Justin, Rodney, and Eliza as well. A triangle, then a triangle, then a triangle. I know. It's because um, there are three guys in Bachelor in Paradise. Me and Janelle talk about, and that is Justin, Rodney, and Andrew. Me and Janelle both like Andrew. However, Justin has been my favorite since his season of The Bachelorette. Rodney has been Janelle's favorite since his season of The Bachelorette. And now our two favorites are about to be in a love triangle. And then Andrew is not either one of our favorites, but we both still like him. So we get in some little disagreements about that, but I'm going to let her tell it. If you don't hear her voice with mine, you're going to hear her voice in a little... I'm going I'm to have her explain it to y'all. Because that's my side and I want to hear her side. Anyway... We have Victoria and Johnny slash Victoria and Johnny and I don't remember his name, but we're just going to call him the Terminator. And it's, I feel so bad because Victoria and Johnny have been together for, I think most of the time they've been on the beach and he was all in on her thinking about nobody else. And whenever they sent the girls away for a week and had the guys on the beach and then brought in five new girls for the guys and five new boys for the girls. Uh, Victoria was closed. She didn't want to talk to anybody else. Because she saw this one dude who just caught her eye. Like they had a connection. They didn't even talk. And she was like, I have to stay away from him out of respect for Johnny. But she ended up talking to him anyway. And so by the time they got back to the beach, Johnny wanted to leave because his mind was already made up on Victoria. And Victoria was like, well, my mind was made up on you. But now he's in the equation too. He checks the boxes he checks how am I y'all know what I'm trying to say like he checks the things off on her he checks the boxes on her list I think and so he was offended he was like why do you have a list do I not check off the boxes on your list and she's like no not literally a list and so they keep going back and forth and he's like well I know what I want and you have no idea what you want so why are we why are we even together why is this a thing because we no longer match up so she's trying to figure out that and she keeps saying the excuses because johnny is younger and this other guy is older johnny said he's ready for a serious relationship victoria is talking about possible engagement which at the end of the summer i would not be looking for an engagement because number one that's way too short and number two i feel like leaving in a committed relationship should be a win but for some reason people want to shoot for the moon and the stars and i guess that's okay if i took a cup of tea but 
hell no. If I was Johnny, I'd leave. Make yourself know your worth. I wouldn't leave the beach. I would stay and try to find somebody else. But like I said, he was like so all in on her and liked her so much. And so he's trying to figure out whether he should stay or go. And she's trying to figure out whether she should go with him or the new guy. But like she's been with Johnny for weeks. Talked to the new guy for not even a week. Because in the beginning she tried to stay away from him. So it's like, what does he have that Johnny doesn't have that you make that makes you question the relationship you've had for a long time and it's been going great. It's been going good for a while. And then we have Oh my gosh. Andrew, 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 Andrew. Well, at the beginning of the season, we had Andrew and Teddy. And they were absolutely adorable. Everything was going great. Um, They both had, like, golden retriever energy, which is so cute. Because I've never seen two golden retrievers together. And it was so adorable. But, I don't... No, she didn't... No. Oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? He didn't break up with her. She broke up with him because she said the relationship felt stagnant and they weren't going anywhere. And then she was asking him what his goals are after this. And I don't think it really matched up because she knew what she wanted. And he was still trying to figure it out. And so she ended up leaving that day. And then, oh my gosh, Andrew ended up talking to Brittany. But um, Brittany broke it off with Andrew because she hit it off with Tyler whenever they went away for a week. And like, I don't blame her. Tyler is so freaking nice. He's so nice. He's so kind. He's so considerate. He's so supportive. And he's so adorable. And he has the best smile. The best smile. If you've seen it, you know. But um, don't tell anybody I said this. He kind of reminds me of the Kiefer Elf. But the Kiefer Elf is also adorable. So like, it's fine. But anyway, him and Brittany hit it off. And so Brittany was like, oh snap, I gotta tell Andrew. But whenever she got back to the beach and they re- they reunited, they both ended up talking to new people. And I just, whoever Andrew is with now, it's, it's escaping my mind. But I love them together. But I also love that they can come to a mutual understanding that they're not going to see each other anymore. And still be respectful. I'm like, but freaking Pete. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater, dude. That's what they say. Is it Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater? Or is it like... Is that what they say, y'all? It's fall. I'm trying to talk in the season. Anyway. Up next, we have Logan. Logan has so much geometry going on. Logan had Shanae, who was actually nice this summer. And I'm surprised because I'm on her side. And I'm surprised I'm on her side. He was talking to Shanae. He was talking to Kate. Which, when I saw Kate on her season of The Bachelor, I thought she was amazing. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if it's the voice or it's because she's pretty, but Kate just really, by panic. But after this summer, I do not like her. And that was his friend's girl, so he ended up with his friend's girl. He was talking to Shanae. Logan had literally been on like a date every day of the week the girls were gone. And he was talking to a bunch of girls before that. Him and Shanae took a break. He went to go see other people. And it's not even a love triangle or a square anymore. It's like an octagon. And that man gets around. And people come to Bachelor in Paradise to find love. And to get engaged and find their person. So I'm trying to figure out. How he stayed there by hoeing. And it's not. I don't have anything against hoeing. I don't have anything against hoeing. If you want to do that. You do you boo. Go ahead. I'm not going to judge you. 
But it's like you come on a show where people have the goal of getting engaged and you're just not doing that. So, and I don't get his appeal. I really don't get his appeal at all because it's giving typical frat bro. And I'm just, I'm confused. Very confused. We should have known something was wrong when he went on Gabby and Rachel season. Tried to pursue them both at first. Ended up with Gabby. No, ended up with Rachel and then switching to Gabby. And then ultimately getting sent home anyway. But, hey, who am I? Anyway, we're going to take a break. Because I'm getting heated again just thinking about Logan. Because I want to punch him in the neck so bad. Don't want to crush his windpipe because I can't catch a murder charge. I just want to hear him choke a little bit. Because, Logan, what are you doing, babes? What are you doing? Anyway. We're going to take a break from Bachelor in Paradise right now. I'm going to go drink some water. And I think my mind is off my flash drive my flash drive breaking. I still can't English. So thank you guys for hanging in there with me. I love y'all. Okay, so for this break, I am knocking out two birds with one stone. First and foremost, I want to say I'm so sorry and rip to take off. Like, oh my goodness. The Migos is not the Migos anymore. And I don't like how in today's society, whenever somebody dies, instead of just saying rip and praying for their family, people go to Twitter and start arguing. Like, you aren't even there. You're not his family. Yeah, you liked his music and you might be influential in your life, but you weren't. You're not going to be affected the most by this. So it's like, keep your opinion to yourself. Keep your thoughts to yourself. If you don't know what happened, don't speak on it. And if you don't know this person, don't speak on their name either. Like, allow people to grieve. It just happened. It just happened. And you, know, you are not allowing people to get through the grieving process. And I just don't like that. I also don't like how many people are dying. Like, so many people from our childhood and just... So many influential influential people and just people in general. Like, ugh. What is what is going on in the world? Please stop. Love each other. Like, come on. Why are we still dealing with this? Why are we dealing with this at all? Why was it ever an issue? Like, don't you see the times we're living in? Tell the people you love them while you still can. Love everybody while you still can. Be genuine and true to yourself while you still can. Live with no regrets while you still can. Like really truly okay that's it for the news for the multimedia moment y'all i got three things number one vine no elon should not bring it back because then it's gonna be all weird it's gonna be longer than six seconds and the things we thought were funny back then would all be canceled today let's be honest everything before 2012 would be canceled today movies songs, TV shows, social media clips and all. All of them. No said about that. Number two, Mona Leo. Oh my goodness. Mona Leo is growing on me. I loved her in Beating Down Your Block. I loved her We Not Humping track and Body Body. <laughs> that was not even English. And Body Bag. There we go. Came out. And she just, every time she comes out with the track, it's just, oh my goodness. Like, hit after hit. She is my second all-time favorite rapper now. First is Megan Thee Stallion. Of course, I don't know why I said her name like that. Anyway, 
I love Megan because I just love her music. It's empowering. And then even with her last album, it's relatable, like her song, Anxiety. I love that song. I love Megan. And the stallions gotta stick together. She's one inch taller than me in my dream height. So, like, I'm gonna have to fight her on that because why did you get the extra inch and I did not? But she just love that girl. But Mona Leo, oh my gosh, Mona Leo is almost coming for her spot, y'all. Almost coming for her spot. And number three, we're going to have Tone Stith. Oh my goodness. Goodness. I need to eat in distress. I keep messing up my words. Anyway, Tone Stith. I did not know who this man was a year and a half ago. A year ago, almost to the date, I saw my wife in concert for the very first time. If you don't know who my wife is, if you don't know who my wife is, I keep sounding like I'm glitching. My wife is her h dot e dot r dot like that's the artist the music artist that's her and i want to go see her in dc and y'all don't understand how excited i was how happy i was everybody around me kept asking me if i was okay like we were all there for the concert we were all hyped but i was the hypest people kept asking me if i'm okay not no i'm not okay my wife slash baby mama slash best friend is on the stage just killing it am i okay no i'm the happiest i've ever been one of her opening performances, which I listen to all of them now, it was Ajane, love her and her song, A uh, Hundred Miles and Money, and oh my gosh, I forget the other one, but it's such a good song, Hype Man, there we go. Then there was Maida, I love her song, Be Don't Be Mad, um, and Habits, and she also had the song with Tone Stith, and then Tone Stith was one of the openers, I had no idea who this man was. But he came out and it reminded me of like early 2000s R&B because not only was he sitting down singing, he was standing up singing. Uh, it was all R&B. And then he had little extra moments because bro was dancing. Like bro could actually dance. But him and his backup dancers at some point, it looked like they was having sex on stage. And I was like, I should not be a part of this. But he was talking to us about his songs. Like how that one song still dancing is about a stripper that he fell in love with. I mean, he was just talking to us and he was so chill. And his music, y'all know, I listen to, to R&B most of the time. Like, I'm an R&B girl. Through, what is it? Through and through, is it true and true? An R&B girl through and through, like, every day. I cannot go a single day without listening to R&B. And so, I heard his music and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so good. And so now, he's one of my favorite artists and he has a concert coming up next week and I'm so excited to go. Y'all don't understand how excited I am to go. Oh my goodness, I cannot wait to see that man again. It's his first tour. Like, yeah, he went on tour with her. But, like, it's his first tour by himself. Like, he's headlining it. And I'm so excited for him and so happy for him. And isn't it just crazy how life works? Like, my wife slash baby mama introduced me to one of my baby daddies. Like, what else can you say? Hashtag blessed hashtag blessed but anyway some songs about him songs from him you should listen to devotion still dancing at the end of the night which is featuring her which i don't hear her voice in it at all so maybe it's in the beats or the background vocals or something um at the end of the night and um for real love them all go listen Anyway, that's the news in the multimedia moment. 
And next time you guys hear from me, I will be raging about The Bachelor in Paradise Beach. So prepare yourselves for that, and so will I. So if you remember, I asked Janelle to speak on our top three, which are Andrew, Rodney, and Justin. And when I say top three, I don't mean like top three of like the seasons, the past seasons, or the series. I just mean like our top three. Like the three people we've been talking about the most ever since their seasons came out. Like I guess our favorites, you could say. With the recent episodes, they're not looking like favorites no more. They're looking like problems, but our favorites. And so this is what she had to say. And I'm going to respond because if she was here with me, we'd be going back and forth for real. My take on Rodney. Love Rodney. He's a king. Love him so much. My most favorite character. Um, so excited for him to be in paradise. Um, excited to see how his experience went. But like I was always questionable because paradise is paradise and it could be messy. Him and Lace uh, never really thought they were going to work out. Um, they were kind of in, I don't know. I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't see it working out. Um, the late situation was pretty sad, but I mean, like, you know, Paradise does have his downfalls. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he is super cute with Eliza, though. I definitely ship them. They're super cute. And honestly, I hope it works out. But if not, uh, Rodney, I am here waiting. So just let me know. Now, I support almost everything she said. Rodney and Lace, they were very different, but they were looking for the same thing. So it's like opposites attract and like normal life and everything, yeah. But like when you're looking for a relationship, you need to make sure you're looking for the same thing. Because it's not going to work if someone wants a long-term relationship, the end goal is marriage, and someone else just wants fun or a temporary relationship, like a little casual thing. That's not going to work. So they matched up on that. But the other parts of them were opposites attract. And... Sometimes opposites attract, sometimes they don't. So I thought they could have worked out, but also she was all in on him faster than he was all in on her. And she didn't even look at anybody else. And he just, Eliza came in and he forgot all about Lace and it hadn't even been a full week yet. So I know that absolutely, absolutely sucked for him. But um, I know Janelle probably doesn't know this yet. So cover your ears, girl. But um... Rodney and Eliza ended up not working out because your boy Justin came and decided to uh, also want Eliza. And Eliza being messy was like, oh my gosh, they're two very close friends. Mm, let me date them both anyway. Just because she said she wanted Rodney to tell her not to go. He wanted, she wanted him to tell her to stay. And Rodney being the nice Rodney he is, he's not going to step on anybody's toes, especially not a close friend. So he was like, well, if you feel like you need to go on this date, then go ahead and go on it. Because I'd rather you explore your options and be sure that it's me when you come back. Like, if you, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So if you miss me, then I know it's for real. And if you like him, then that's where you need to be. And she said she wanted him to say, no, don't go. And she wouldn't have went. But because he didn't say that, it was the reason she went and ended up making a connection with Justin. Now, first of all, she did she did Ronnie wrong. Ronnie needs to just go ahead and go to you, Janelle, because everybody be doing this man wrong for real. And he's such a sweet guy. Such a sweet guy. Only healthy relationship vibes. Like, why doesn't why is everybody like turning down the nice guys? 
Everybody wants a relationship. And then a nice guy comes along. They're like, ew, you're too nice. Whore, what do you want? You want a Rihanna Chris Brown situation? Because last time I checked, he was canceled for that. Do you want to be canceled or do you like that? Because why is why are the nice guys not good enough for you? Because if you don't want any of the nice guys, hand them all to me. Because I'll take a nice guy over a dramatic, nonchalant, rude guy any day. And that's just my take on that. But Ronnie really needs to go to Janelle. Because Eliza was like, well, Eliza said she wants somebody who knows when they cause a scene. Because Rodney said he didn't want to cause a scene because he's respectful. And it's just, ugh, they do him so dirty. Anyway, that's our take on Rodney. My thoughts on Justin. Um, I like Justin. Justin was a guy I like coming in. Um, I was excited to see him. Uh, I loved his facial expressions on his bachelorette season. So I was excited to see what he would bring us on the beach. Um him and Genevieve they were cute they were cute but uh he just couldn't simply live up to the affection standards that Genevieve wanted you know Genevieve wanted somebody who was like all up on her lovey-dovey all the time all day every day in front of people PSA like Justin couldn't do that and you know that's fine but that's just something that they didn't agree on uh also I don't like the way that he baited her into kissing him on his birthday that seemed very shallow very much desperate and didn't like that energy, especially after she went on that great date with Aaron and literally cried to Aaron after doing that. So was not a fan of that when he did that. Yeah, I have to agree with Janelle on this one. And it really pains me because Justin was my absolute favorite coming in. Like if that man and me were the same age, I would be all up in his DMs. He's my favorite. He was my favorite on his bachelorette season. His facial expressions were on point, but he was never in any drama. He was a peacemaker. And he comes a bachelor in paradise. And I don't know if it's the producers making him do the shady stuff or if, I don't know, TV changed him or if he's showing his true colors. But, like, it's a shady tree. It's a very shady tree. He stepped on people's toes. And I don't like what he did to Genevieve either. It's weird saying Genevieve. It's so close to my name. Anyway, I don't like what he did to Genevieve either. He was like, you don't kiss me enough. And so he was like, it's my birthday, kiss me. Like, I don't, you shouldn't have to be begging me to kiss you at all. Like, it, it should be a mutual thing. Even If you have to even ask, you shouldn't have to ask. I mean, like, consent is important and all that. But you know what I mean? Like, after a while, like, you know, you know when y'all both, you know when y'all both trying to kiss. And the fact that you have to ask her and, like, talk to her about it and she was annoyed with it. And then she went on a date with Andrew and felt bad and cried like Janelle said about it. She was, like, all in on you. And I don't know. Because I think it's both. It's on both of their parts. But he's most in the wrong. Because whenever you talk to somebody, it's important to get to know love languages and all that. Because people need to understand how it's best for you to be loved and cared for. And you need to do the same for them. Because me personally, we talked about it on this podcast time and time again. I'm a big physical touch affectionate person. I'm also a big wordsy person. I will, it doesn't even, not even relationship wise, just loving anybody. I hug everybody I love all the time. I tell everybody I love that I love them all the time. I tell them it's okay to express their emotions and feelings and I'm here if they need to. I let them know they're beautiful. I let them know they're worth it. And even though people like making suicide jokes nowadays, I'm just not one of those people to laugh about them. 
Like, even if you say in a joking way, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so stressful, I'm gonna kill myself. I will be the person to be like, haha, please don't do that. Like, I just, I'm just all about affection in the relationships with like the hand holding and all that. So like, if I was in Genevieve's situation, knowing how I am, oh, and the jury, the jury's still out on PDA. Because whenever I see other people do it, it's cringy. And then whenever it happened to me, I don't know how I felt about it. Like, obviously, it's nice to have... I don't need to have it 24-7. But if you're going to try to be affectionate, I'm not going to shoot it down. But if we're in front of people, I feel like there's a time and a place. Like, yeah, you can hold my hand, put your arm around me in public and stuff. But if you're trying to make out in a mall, there's children. Or, like, if we're around family members or maybe even friends and you're trying to be all up on me, it's just... No, it's awkward because it's awkward when it's done to me. I feel weird when it's done to me. I'm just like, ugh, so I don't want to do it to other people, you know? But putting myself in Genevieve's shoes, Genevieve, putting herself in Genevieve's shoes, I couldn't do it. If somebody did not want to be affectionate with me at all, I couldn't, I could not. That's big for me. And also being able to express your feelings. Because I do not care. I will sit you down, look you dead in your eyes, stare into the windows of, in the depths of your soul, and tell you how I feel. And I want to ask you to do the same. And then I want you to do the same because I need to know where your head's at at all times to make sure we're on the same page. And so I just don't like how they didn't have that same page conversation until it was already too late. That was just a big no for me. And I'm just, I'm really disappointed in Justin, but I'm glad Genevieve... I was glad Genevieve had Aaron, but then they became toxic. Like, very quickly, very fast, they started arguing. And the whole reason they, was, they were arguing because she went at 10 minutes with him, and he was like, well, I want to hang out with my friends. And then she was about to leave, and then they kept going back and forth. And then she was like, well, I just wanted 10 minutes of your time to tell you I'm falling in love with you. And then they both started crying. He was like, well, I'm falling in love with you too. And then she ended up staying on the beach, and it's just toxic. Hot and cold, hot and cold, and I just cannot do that. So I just, I hope they get uh, to a healthy place. And if not, I hope she moves on because Genevieve, you could do so much better and you are one of my favorites. And speaking of Genevieve, even though this was about Justin, but it's a Justin Genevieve whole love triangle thing, Justin Genevieve, Justin, but then there's also like Justin, Eliza, Genevieve, but then there's also Rodney, Justin, Eliza. There's too many, geometry, geometry. Um. Who was I about to talk about? Well, I don't even remember. If it's important, I guess it'll come up. But yeah, on to the next. My thoughts in a love triangle between Ronnie and Justin. Um, honestly, not a fan. Uh, when they I saw that in the previews that Justin was coming back, I said, why is he coming back? And then when I saw that he's coming back for Eliza, which is... Rodney's woman? I was not too happy about that. Um, like, aren't they friends or something? Not really too sure how friendly they are with each other, but I don't like the fact that he's going after Rodney's girl. So, not a fan of that, but you know how Bachelor in Paradise is. They're always messy. They're always causing drama. It's always something with them. So, not too surprised that they're doing this. Uh, interesting to see how it's gonna fare out, though. Um, yeah, definitely gonna be interesting for sure to watch. Honestly, I ship Eliza with Ronnie, with Rodney, sorry. So 
hoping that Rodney and Eliza stick together and Justin finds love elsewhere. Still love him, but find love elsewhere, Justin. Rodney's taken. I can't tell if I'm more surprised at Justin's behavior or the fact that Janelle is calling her man by a wrong name. Like, Janelle, you have been crushing on Rodney for how long? You gonna sit up here and call this man Rodney? Anyway, you know, you know, I'm just messing around. Because the listeners are going to think I'm being rude. But, you know, you know, you know. But, um, yeah. Basically, when has there... When? Since when? Do not get a rose, get eliminated, and come back. Since when does that ever, ever happen? Because if that's the case, you know dang well who should come back. Sierra. The one that Michael broke her heart, she should have came back because Ronnie was looking for her. And I think the relationship would have been very, very healthy and none of these problems would have happened. But no, 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 no. They decided to bring back Justin, who was already messy. And he came in and made it even more messy. But Ronnie really just needs things to go his way because it's not looking good for the man. It's not looking good for him at all. And I really wanted to look up because, oh, like I said, he just wants a healthy relationship. He knows what he wants. He exudes it. He's such a nice guy. And people need to stop doing nice guys wrong. Okay, y'all. So that was me and Janelle's take. And I guess she didn't talk about Andrew. Maybe she forgot about Andrew. But that's okay because he's both our second favorites and not our first favorite. So that's completely fine. Um... So we're going to take a little break from The Bachelor in Paradise because, you know, some some points were made and I just need to give you a second to let it bask in. So we're moving on to our French words and some of them are going to go with Bachelor in Paradise. I'm going to just make them go with Bachelor in Paradise. So people are here to win each other's hearts and fall in love. And so heart in French is queer. And I probably already did this, but it's Bachelor in Paradise, so I got to stick with the theme. And there's a whole bunch of men and women on the beach, and they're all straight because the Bachelor franchise in America is not for the LGBT yet, which if they need a first bi bachelorette, the first BB, I volunteer as tribute. Um, there's a whole bunch of men and women. So man in French is um, H-O-M-M-E, you just don't say the H. So there's multiple men, so you would either say des hommes or les hommes. Go ahead, try. Lazum is the men and Dazum is men. Okay. And then what am I thinking of next? Woman. Women is femme. You know how like when you're a girl and you're part of the LGBT, it's like, oh you're a stud, you're a femme, you're a stem. Yeah, femme. So there's women, so it'll be lay femme for the woman or day femme for the woman. No. <laughs> Lay femme for the woman and day femme for just woman or some woman. So you try. Lay femme. And then try day femme. Okay, and let's, let's put it, let's review you a little bit. There's queer for heart. Go ahead, say queer. Femme for woman. Go ahead and say it. And then um for men. Go ahead and say it. Okay, so that's three out of five. And I'm trying to remember beach. There's a beach, there's also a pool. Um, the word for beach is escaping me right now, but pool is plage. 
And so like whenever we were learning French, it was like sur la plage for summertime, like where are you in the pool, sur la plage. So plage is pool. Let's go ahead and say plage. All right. And also because we're on Bachelor in Paradise, people have no clothes on because it's a beach. All they got is bikinis, bikini bottoms, bikini tops, and trunks. So we gonna say in honor of there being no clothes present, the word for clothes in French is vêtements. Go ahead, try it. Vêtements. Les vêtements for their clothes. Return. Des vêtements for clothes or some clothes. Return. All right, all right, all right. So what do we have? What's men again? Um, okay. Des hommes. All right, hope you got that right. If you did this one out of five. Now let's say... Some woman. Des femmes. Okay, okay. Now how do you say you at the pool or in the pool? Sur la plage. All right, all right, all right. Oh, and if you want to say swimming, it's the ER verb, it's nager. I didn't teach you that, but I just like saying nager because a little French soft G. The soft French G is nager. Okay, anyway. Heart. Go. Plie. All right, all right. Now, what do they not have on? Clothes. All right, that's more. You should be five out of five. Look at you learning French and stuff. Anyway, whenever we come back, we're going to close out the Bachelor in Paradise talk and move on to the next. Okay, you guys, so I think I misspoke earlier when I was talking about Bachelor in Paradise. It's not, it's not Sierra that Rodney came in looking for. It was Teddy. Teddy was with Andrew. And we didn't talk about Andrew that much because he's kind of been like, I guess, out of the picture staying to himself. I don't know how he's still there, to be honest. He was there with Teddy. Him and Teddy were doing well. And they're both, they also remind me of two golden retrievers. Like, Teddy's so sweet and her energy's so amazing. And she's so cute and Andrew's also so cute and sweet and goofy and I just feel like they worked very well together but she wanted something serious she knew that and he was like uh, I don't know maybe paradise will leave with the relationship maybe not but I don't think an engagement and so because they were on the same wavelength she ended up leaving like crying and leaving so fast then by the time Rodney came he wanted to meet Teddy but she wasn't there I think he wanted to meet Teddy Eliza and but Eliza wasn't there yet. I forgot. I think the people he wanted to meet weren't there. And that's how he ended up with Lace. But him and Lace had a cute bond. But yeah, Teddy. I so wish Teddy. If they brought anybody back, it should have been Teddy. Teddy and... Uh, Teddy and Rodney. Because if Teddy was there, Rodney would not be getting done dirty like he is right now. You know that. I know that. We all know that. So the producers need to stop creating drama and create love. Because out of all the Bachelor shows... We have not had a successful bachelorette since freaking Rachel Lindsay, the first black bachelorette. And that happened when I was not even 18. I was in high school still. I'm a junior in college. Something's wrong. And I think the last successful bachelor season was what? Ben Higgins? In my opinion, he was the last good bachelor. Pete, you know, you're problematic. Matt, your situation. Woof, <sighs> your situation. I'm sorry. I'm simply sorry. They should have put Mike Johnson as a bachelor, but they didn't. 
they could have put Greg as a bachelor, which I know some people think he's problematic, but he's not. He's one of my faves, but they didn't. They should have put Rodney as a bachelor. They didn't. And I'm kind of glad they did not make Brandon the bachelor because then he wouldn't have Serene. Now, when it comes to these couples, a lot of them got ripped apart and had problems because the producers decided to split the guys and girls up for a whole week. Now, some people like Brandon and Serene had a very established connection and they all just spent the entire week missing each other. They ended up coming back and saying they love you to each other and it has like the fastest love story ever. Under regular conditions, this would be like you a little crazy or falling in love that fast, but love has no timeline and they're they're so cute. And then freaking, ooh, what's his name? I want to say his name is Johnny. Johnny and Victoria. That, yeah, that sounds right. They're the only other very established couple on the beach. And so it was like there's some, some people that had just gotten together like Jill and Tarzan. I can't remember his actual name. Is it Jacob? Jacob? Jill and Jacob were just just established and there's couples like that. And they decided to split them up for a week immediately. So of course, some of the guys are not going to be faithful. And I expected, I wanted not all of the girls to be faithful, but a lot of them ended up being faithful for whatever reason, even though they knew and had an inkling that the guys they had back left were talking to other girls. But anyway, none of my business. I wasn't there. Y'all don't like bi people. Sorry. Sorry you're biphobic. That's what you get. Anyway. The new girls. They seem to be staying out the way for the most part until it came to freaking Eliza. I already said my piece about Eliza. She annoying. I don't like her. We don't like her. We don't stand her anymore. She is very, very pretty. But we don't like her. We don't stand her anymore because why would you do that to two best friends? Anyway. We have Kate. Kate was on whatever the last season of The Bachelor was. I don't even remember. I really don't remember. Oh my gosh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what uh, season she was on. But I had a girl crush on her for whatever reason. I don't know if it was her voice or her look. But I had a girl crush on her. And then she came to Bachelor in Paradise. And she was talking about how she doesn't like Shanae. And here she is becoming the thing she doesn't like she didn't want to be she's become the thing that she doesn't like like i'm rooting for shanae shanae and genevieve's friendship they literally went from a two-on-one date their season of the bachelor like being enemies hitting each other to like getting drunk with each other and like hugging and hanging out all the time and i love i love that flip-flop i love when somebody that seems like they have a bad personality can genuinely turn around and make you realize that people can become better like i love when that happens but um yeah, Kate, I thought she was just going to be minding her business and actually there for love. But no, she came in. She said, I don't care if a guy is taken. I'm going after what I want. She was going after everybody. And she ended up with Logan. And they kind of deserve each other because of what Logan did to freaking, oh, whatever their names, Rachel and Gabby. And he's also been like the one person going on a date every single week. Like, how are you in Bachelor in Paradise still? And you have not been locked down. It doesn't make sense. But last time I saw them, they were kissing in the rain and making up. So I guess maybe they'll stay together. Maybe they won't. You can never tell with Kate. And Logan does seem like he's very all in on Kate. But granted, he was also all in on Shanae and still ended up talking to other girls. So mm, the jury's out with that one. And then there was the new guys that came in. And to be honest, I forgot there was new guys because like I said, the girls did not really talk to them, do anything with them. So most of them went home and the ones that stayed, only two of them stayed. 
too. And one only saved by the grace of God because everybody thought he was going home. So we had Rick, who's very sweet, but he never resonates with people. Like he's very sweet. Everybody sees him as a friend. And I just really want him to get the love he deserves because he's also such a nice guy. And he gets done so wrong, just like Rodney. Like girls don't even give him the time of day. And they really need to because you guys need more good guys. And now you're complaining they're all taken. And then when one falls in your lap, you scoot him away. Like what's wrong with you? Anyway. And there's Olu. Olu was literally on the screen just to say his name. Like, I don't know what the man did. I don't even know if he talked to any of the girls or any of the guys. He was just there. For real, for real. And I'm glad. I know my mom's glad he was there because she loves looking at him. But like, well, yes, King, give us nothing, I guess. Then there was Tyler, Alex, and the Australian guy. I think they kept the Australian guy around just because he had an accent and man bun and he looked good. Because I cannot tell you one person he was vibing with. Everybody just agreed that he looked very good. And he uh, ended up being eliminated when they, they all returned to the beach. Okay, so that was that. Then we have Tyler and Alex. Now Tyler is who I told you was with Brittany. And they're cute. They're very cute. They're very cute together. I'm glad they found each other. Because what should we call it? Andrew and Brittany were together. But then when after the week they came back to the beach and both came to the conclusion that they were looking for other people and both said it was okay if they talked to other people and they were very mature about it they coexist there's no drama I wish everybody in paradise was like them but yeah there was Brittany and Tyler and she had to be feeling a connection with him because I know we all think Tyler's hot but they had a connection she needs she's like me she's like a sapiosexual you need a mental connection stimulate my mind before you touch any parts of my body and they just been canoodling, canoodling, laughing, talking, having a great time, smiling together, being all cute, making out. So I'm happy she has that finally. Oh my gosh, the guys in the hallway are so loud. Dorm living for you. Anyway, then we have Alex. Now, Alex is a man coming in between Victoria and Johnny. Johnny is dead set on Victoria, like probably falling in love with her. And Victoria says she's falling in love back with him, but Alex is still there. And Victoria did give Johnny her rose, but somebody gave Alex her rose because she had no connection with anybody. But the girls were giving out the roses and she didn't want to leave. So I don't know why she decided to give it to Alex out of all that drama, but yeah. And he still likes Victoria. And he said hopefully Johnny doesn't get in the way of that. So hopefully there's no drama that comes between them. The whole thing was... I feel so bad because everybody's making internet memes because Johnny says he wants to settle down and fall in love, but he didn't come into the beach with that mindset. Alex is older and he came to the beach with that mindset and they're like completely opposite. Johnny's like blonde hair, blue eyes, eyebrows always waxed or plucked or whatever he does to them. Alex is, he's tan. Um, I feel like he's some type of European, but yeah, he's tan. He might be taller. He has dark brown hair, uh, dark brown eyes. He looks a little older. He's like, he's like older hot. And then Johnny reminds me of a frat boy turned grown man type. But like Johnny has been down for Victoria ever since he first started talking to her. Like it's just, it's just been nothing but up with them. And he really does have deep feelings for her. And she didn't even talk to Alex almost the whole week they were away from the guys. She just started talking to him whenever they were supposed to be on their way back to the beach. 
So I'm concerned on why she doesn't know who she wants when she should know who she wants. Like there's a mutual wanting, they both have feelings going deeper to each other. And so it's like, why don't you want what you already have? Like don't give up thing in front of you just because there's a shiny new toy. And I just, I'm excited to see what she does. Cause I mean, either way she'll be fine. But like you giving up somebody when you both want the same thing and he's so, so down for you. Just because somebody else also wants your same things and you're using age as an excuse, like, come on. Age is such a lie. Like, yeah, Alex is in like, what, probably his early 30s, mid 30s, late 20s, and Johnny's more like his mid 20s, maybe early 20s. But they both want the same thing. I'm only 20 years old. Just turned 20 years old this year, and I've always been a relationship girl. Like, long-term relationships, I don't want no short-term, I don't want no casual. I want the serious thing. I've always been like that. And I'm only 20, so I feel like her using age as an excuse is a cop-out. But... I'm excited to see how the rest of, pack of <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise unfolds. Like, I can't wait for the reunion. I can't wait for the finale. And I want to see who ends up together. I want them to stop pushing the narrative that you have to end the summer engaged. Because people will leave the beach together. Maybe engaged, maybe not. And they'll get married, like, a year or two later. Maybe even multiple years later. Like, I don't like that the whole purpose is to end in an engagement. It's a summer. It's like eight or 10 weeks, maybe 12. I don't want to get engaged after that. I just want to leave in a secure place with somebody because you've only been in a controlled environment. You've been in the beach environment in a controlled setting where there's no phones, no way to connect to the outside world. You can't even leave on your own, go get food on your own. Everybody has to bring it to you. You go on dates that are pre-planned and pre-made for you. Like it's just a very controlled environment. And before you even think about proposing to me, you could love me, but before you're even truly in love with me and before you want to spend the rest of your life with me, we need to go into the outside world. Like we need to go back to everyday life. And I just feel like people try to rush to get to that engagement spot and then they end up in the real world. It doesn't work, but everybody's already rooting for them. Uh, their families already have, have a favorite and then they have to act like they're together until they're allowed to, I guess, publicly announce their breakup. Then on top of that, you sign a non-disclosure agreement, NDA, whenever you're on The Bachelor franchise, any show, and you can't speak out until, it feels like you can't speak until two years later, but it's probably one year. I feel like they make it that way, that way by the time you say whatever you have to say, it feels irrelevant. So yeah, that's my thoughts on Paradise, and I'm interested to see how the rest of it turns out. Because honestly, Bachelor in Paradise is my favorite, favorite, favorite show out of the Bachelor franchise. It's the most successful. It's the most organic. Like, I just like that everybody gets to date everybody. Instead of all these people vying for one person's attention, and not one person, like, going through all this stuff. I don't like all the catty drama with all the girls around the house when the producers make them fight. Or when there's all men in the house and there's always that one villain. I don't like that. Let everybody mingle. I want to see, like, the friendships that form will be the cutest. Like, the bromances and sisterhoods are so cute. And also just seeing what people pick out of their own free will. I really, really like that. But, yeah, that's how I feel about Bachelor in Paradise, y'all. Let me know how you feel. You can always email me. You can answer the Q&A if it shows up on Spotify with the episode. But I just like talking to y'all.
Like, that's why I make polls. I mean, I didn't for this episode. Because apparently, not enough of y'all on social media like Bachelor in Paradise. There's like three of y'all out of however many of y'all like usually answer. And I'm just conflicted on why. Like, don't knock it till you try it. It's actually a very good franchise and a very good show. But I'm just one of those people that watch every single reality love show ever. Bachelor in Paradise? I was there. What is it? Like, Love Hotel? Or Paradise Hotel? I was there. Love Island? I was there. Too Hot to Handle? I was there. Uh, Are You the One? I was there. That one show Romeo hosted? I was there. Like, I just watched so many shows. I can't remember the names of all of them anymore. The one only show I didn't watch was that show on Netflix where people dressed up in special effects, makeup, and dated each other as animals because what the heck was that? And why did I get approved? Who thought of that and said, yeah, let's put this out into the world? Mm. Anyway, that's how I feel about that. Whenever you hear from me again, we're going to be closing out. Closing out with a random thought because sometimes you just got to let the random things off your mind. Closing out with a poem. Closing out with a little hype you up and a good night. Okay guys, so we are back and we are black and I'm taking a break from my homework right now because I don't know how many more peer-reviewed sources I can personally annotate. It is taking way too long and I'm getting really burnt out and then after doing all this annotating, I have to go ahead and write the essay. So, to calm myself, I'm going to close out this episode. A random thought I had and I've been having, y'all know I go to a PWI. I don't know which PWI, but there are a lot of them, so it's good because you can't track my location. Uh, I go to a PWI, a private PWI, and you know, I was from West Virginia, so I've been going to PWIs all my life, and it just, I was just thinking about like how many black teachers I've had, and I will never forget, in middle school, seventh grade, middle school, was I eighth grade or was I seventh grade? This is when I was nice to everybody. I had that science teacher. Middle school, seventh grade. I will never forget. I had this English this English teacher. Let's call her Miss L. And if y'all went to middle school with me, you know exactly who I'm talking about, Miss L. And uh, her nickname had chicken in it, which was harmless. But looking back, it's like. You teach at a PWI and your nickname has chicken in Anyway, I was just thinking about how she aired me out. Because I used to wear crochets all the time in middle school. They used to be my jam, right? And people always used to call it a weave. Because back then, white people thought if you had a, any fake hair on your head at all, it was called a weave. Never had a weave in my life, ever. Have always wanted tracks since I was a child. Was never able to get it. Never, ever, ever was allowed to have a weave. The white people thought I have never not had a weave in my head because they don't know what a weave is. Anyway, people used to just randomly ask me if my hair is real. And you know when you're black, you just be like, yeah. You just like effing with people because like, why is what's on my head concerning you? Why are you asking me, is it real? Do people ask you if your hair is real? No. No, they do not. You can just say I like your hair and keep it moving. But no, you gotta be all inquisitive and stuff. All up in your... All up in my business, all up in my grill. So I should just say yes. And I don't know what we were talking about one day, but here I am, one of three or four people in a class of almost 30 
that are not Caucasian or mm, that are not non-black, right? She's talking about her ponytail. She got a new ponytail. It was long. It was red because her hair was red. She just kept flinging her ponytail around. She was like, no, it's not real, but it's my hair because I bought it. You know, they make that joke all the time. Amongst each other. She made it amongst everybody. And she was talking about how fake hair isn't bad and she loves her new ponytail and it's not her hair. And then she's going to go, Genevieve's hair isn't real. Genevieve, tell them what it is. They all looked at me. I looked at her. And in that moment, in my mind, she became public enemy number one. Because who are you to make me explain to these white people what crochets are? It is not my fault. They don't know. They can educate themselves. The internet is a thing. On this episode of Sisters, Danny was like, I am a black woman with the weight of the world on my shoulders. And you also want to make teaching you my responsibility? Exactly that. That is exactly what I felt. And so my little 12-year-old self was explaining to the white people, oh, these are crochets in my hair. My actual hair is cornrowed. You put it under cornrows, loop it in, like the whole crochet process, you know. Very next day, still calling it a weave, still calling it a weave. She made me do that. For what reason? I don't know, but I could have just left them think it was real and minded my own black business. Working towards getting that little high school degree, but no. She wanted me to explain something to people that I should not have to explain at all. What is my body, on my head, within my person, is my business and my responsibility. And that is it. See, 12-year-old me, I was nice for the most part. I was known in middle school for hitting people if they touched my hair. But besides that, I was a nice child. Especially to the teachers. Well, there was that one teacher who tried to give me a C. And then I emailed him saying, You know, as long as my grades were not being messed with, I was a very nice person. That's what I'm trying to get. I was very nice. Very respectful to the teachers and everything. But now, if a teacher tried to do that to me at this school, get me removed from the class. Because why is anything on my head anybody's business? Whether or not my hair is at the top of my back today and to my butt tomorrow, whether or not I come in with a fro today, a twist out tomorrow, and a bonnet the next day, is none of your concern. We all pay $97 a class. What's your concern is your education and your pockets. And if you're a teacher, you know what your concern is? Teaching me. Making sure I learn. Making sure we all keep up with information that is required in the textbook. That information about culture. Because that is not our job to teach our culture. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's a random thought. I'm rambling. I'll be back with the poem. I gotta choose a poem, first of all. Okay, guys. So the poem I'm going to be doing is called Not the Same. <laughs> that's Markaya in the background. She says, whoop, whoop. Anything else you want to say to them? She says whoop whoop and that is all. And I think that's just very poetic and very deep. How political. How political. Also very political. So. This poem is called Not the Same. And go check it out on Wattpad. Wattpad. It is in 
my collection of stories called Whispers Along the Way is because, you know, the first collection is done. This is the second collection. So if you like the first collection, go ahead and, and read the second. And Janelli, if you listen to this episode, because I know you read the first collection, read this one too. It's a new theme. It's a new theme. Anyway. It's called... It's called, <laughs> it's called Not to Sing. And it's a very short one. Okay, you guys ready? I'm gonna give you five seconds to get already situated. Okay, it's been five seconds. (laughs) This poem is called Not the Same. Time changes, time heals, time loves, time steals. Time comes with change. I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago or even yesterday. With each passing with the time, there are changes so big they shake someone's life and so small we don't even realize. Though time is a constant that doesn't change, with time continuously going, we are not the same and we never will be. And that's it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you had no idea what I was talking about because you don't listen or watch Bachelor in Paradise, then you should go watch it because it's a good show. So the ones that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, I'm sorry you don't, but you're missing out. Anyway... The next podcast episode will be talking about cryptids and hopefully it comes out within seven days. And if it doesn't, go ahead and beat me up. I don't blame you. It's been inconsistent, but the semester has been busy. So it's yeah, nighttime. <laughs> Thank you, Markaya. <laughs> it's nighttime for me, but I don't know if it's going to be nighttime when you guys listen to this. Mm-hmm. So whatever time of day it is, have an amazing day night morning sleep day afternoon coffee tea water stay hydrated by the way um yeah just have a hydration is not for horse hydration is for everybody whatever it is have an amazing whatever day sleep whatever you're doing have it amazing and don't forget you are kind well you might not be kind you may be mean Don't forget you're important and you're needed and you're loved and the world is a much better place with you in it than without you in it, no matter how different you feel about that. So yeah, love all you guys. Do you have anything to say, Markaya? She's burning her throat with hot boba brown sugar tea. Anyway, good night.